Welcome to the Elevator World News Podcast. Today's news podcast is sponsored by elevatorbooks.com. From educational programs and books to unique gift ideas and more, the only website you need is elevatorbooks.com. This site offers books and materials on maintenance, safety, history, legal issues, technology, and more. Start browsing today at elevatorbooks.com. This is your daily industry news update for Friday, July 16th, 2021. In today's news, D&D Elevator, headquartered in Yonkers, New York, promotes key employees to management roles, work starts on a mixed-use tower in Chicago's Loop, an escalator injury case involving a mall in Canada is dismissed, and a contractor is selected for a tower development on the fringe of London. Yonkers, New York-based D&D Elevator, an American elevator group company, announced two key promotions. Deborah Yano, who has been with D&D 15 years and previously served as Modernization Manager, is now Vice President. And Eric Detmering, who has been with the company 30 years and previously served as Modernization Supervisor, is now Modernization Manager. Aviano, D&D President Michael Bernardi said, quote, We value her leadership and look forward to having her more involved in strategic decision-making, end quote. Of Detmering, he said, quote, Eric has truly grown with the business, and it's been fantastic to see him accept new opportunities, take on new responsibility, and continue into a management role, end quote. The moves are part of a series of internal transitions within D&D after Bernardi became president in August 2020 and Bobby Schaefer shifted to a multifaceted leadership position. Work has officially begun on a 260-foot, 25-story mixed-use tower at 410 Wabash Avenue in Chicago's Loop, Chicago Yimby reports. The project is expected to have 8,000 square feet of ground-level retail, 344 apartments, and various amenities, including a lobby, coffee bar, and dog walk on the first floor, a pool deck with grilling stations and a fire pit, a fitness center, club room, co-working space, indoor lounge, and outdoor terraces. Apartments will be divided into 220 studios, 61 bedroom, 61 two bedroom, and three three bedroom units. The development is situated at a location that makes public transportation easily accessible. A completion date was not announced. A case involving injuries from an escalator at a mall in Sudbury, Canada was dismissed, Mondak reports. The case involved the plaintiff, a 14-year-old boy who sustained injuries, including fractures to his right leg, wrists, and jaw, when he stood outside of an escalator, grabbed the handrail, lost his grip when he reached the top, and fell to the ground. The judge concluded that this kind of use of an escalator was inappropriate and that the plaintiff willingly assumed the risk of using the escalator in this manner. British Land hired longtime collaborator McLaren Construction as the general contractor for Phase 2 of Aldgate Place on London's city fringe, with work set to start in the third quarter of this year, 
Construction Inquirer reports. On the drawing board are 136,000 square feet, housing 159 build-to-rent apartments, 19,000 square feet of office space, and 8,000 square feet for retail and amenities. On its 27th project for developer British land, McLaren will aim for what it calls a comprehensive upgrade to the public realm with increased biodiversity and a focus on health and well-being. A previous phase of Allgate Place stands roughly 25 stories, and this iteration appears to be roughly the same size. For more industry-related information, visit elevatorworld.com and be sure to subscribe to our podcast in iTunes or the Google Play Store. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor of the Elevator World News Podcast, just let us know by emailing advertising at elevatorworld.com.